Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Addressing disease through dietary means is a new concept. Most of the time, we think about vaccines and antibiotics as the means to prevent or treat animals. New technologies have allowed us to see the benefits of some non-antibiotic options. Today, we are talking with Dr. Luke Miller from the Alltech on-farm support team. Before coming to the Alltech team, he was the general manager for a 3,000-head multi-site family dairy in Hillmar, California. Before that, he worked at Lander Veterinary Clinic, eventually becoming the owner of the practice. Welcome, Dr. Miller. So, Dr. Miller, what 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 is the focus of today's discussion? Yeah. Well, thanks to NutriBlend and Alltech for having me here today, John. It's great to be here. Today's podcast is really about the idea that when I was a veterinarian, I was never really made aware of the way that I could affect change through the cow's diet. So we're not talking about manipulating the diet or trying to balance the ration. We're going to leave that to the professional nutritionists. But we're focusing more along the lines of addressing health issues through dietary inclusion. You are what you eat, huh? Very, very closely related in cows. We have to be very careful what goes into them and what goes out because they can have some long-standing effects. That was one of Hippocrates' quotes. They, let food be thy medicine, let medicine be thy food. In the veterinary world, we would like to say that uh, medicine is medicine, I'm sure. And then uh, in the nutritional world, yeah, food can be whatever you need it to be. So this has kind of been an interesting change for me and uh, eye-opening to see a little bit of both sides of this story. Yeah, I, I told somebody the other day that if I had the kind of money Jeff Bezos has, I would set up an institute whose sole purpose is just to prove that hot dogs are good for you. Good luck. My mother grew up working in a hot dog factory, and she refuses to eat them to this day. So Who's, who grew up? In my it? mother worked one when she was in high school, and oh, so okay. it was. Uh, she still doesn't eat them. I love them, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. They're one of the great <laughs> foods of the earth. I think so. The um, okay, the the idea. What do we? Which idea are we talk about? Well. This idea that uh, I've never going to talk to veterinarians as a feed additive company. That's a new idea for us. That's a new idea for most feed additive companies. I'd never been approached as a veterinarian by anybody, someone similar to myself in these shoes to say, hey, there's some technology that we can have that can be of assistance to you. It doesn't always have to come out of a jar and needle. And to this point in my career, I've talked to uh, several dozen different veterinarians in the state of California and most of them have no idea of the technology that we have access to. So, frankly, what they think goes in the mouth of a cow on a daily basis has been left to some other professional, a nutritionist. And rightfully so, that's what they're educated for. But 
There are many ways that a veterinarian's powers of observation and our problem-solving skills can be of immense help on that area. So what about a veterinarian's uh, uh, role? I guess what, what would lead a veterinarian in, into this ability? Well, as veterinarians, we spend four or more hours a week behind the cows and are usually interacting with most of the employees. Uh, during these times, we are made aware of all kinds of herd health issues, and herd health is an area where we've traditionally been very influential. Uh, in fact, a recent study shows that uh, veterinarians have up to about 75% approval rating when it comes to decision-making regarding animal health. So we've seen a change in that role lately, and most of the veterinarians have seen it, and we need to continue to cultivate that kind of influence and use appropriate treatments when it comes to our clients. And as we talked about before, too often we see ourselves being able to treat only through antibiotics. And in this new role, I'm finding feed additives might be a better alternative. And so that's kind of where the Alltech on-farm team, which I'm a part of, mm-hmm. and I are getting involved, bringing a little bit of management knowledge and some Alltech feed additive technology to veterinarians on more of a farm level. What, what makes up the on-farm team that you mentioned? Well, the on-farm team is a very diverse group of individuals, and we have a varied skill set. We have expertise in feed analysis, cow comfort, milk barn sanitation, employee training, calf raising, herd analytics, cow technology, dairy employee management, and many others. Uh, There's currently eight of us in the field. Um, We also have an in-house marketing staff and an office staff that helps to support us for flyers, brochures, and anything else we need. And we're currently in growth mode. It's been very popular, and we're adding qualified people to the team. So you're kind of like first responders at That would be a good way to put it. We offer added support to nutritionists, uh, feed mills, dairymen, veterinarians, anybody who uses or wants to use an Alltech product. We're pretty vertical. Uh, We can offer support from boots on the ground all the way up to our 37-plus mycotoxin lab. Where's the team located? Is it like a central spot, like a firehouse or... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we have a big pole in the in the main office in Lexington. <laughs> nah, we're, cakes, yeah. I don't think any of us are actually in Kentucky. Um, that's the great part about it. I'm from California. Myself and another teammate, we're both in California. We respond to the West Coast problems. Most of the rest of the team is in the Midwest and on the East Coast. Um, we're looking into adding people in New Mexico and Texas. Uh, if any of our Alltech team needs assistance, whether that be a nutritionist calling for help or a farm, a rancher calls and is looking for some help, we can be pretty responsive within a day or so or within a couple of days we can be there. And it also helps because when you're cross-country, you have different problems on the West Coast from different problems on the East Coast. And so we have we have an individual that's comfortable with that local knowledge. Hmm. Well, getting back to the cows, veterinarians see all ages of cows, right, and at all stages of the life cycle. Where do you think that vets could make use of all text technology? Looking at it after being here for almost a year, John, I think that we have opportunities throughout the entire life cycle of the animal. But for our audience's benefit in the duration of this podcast, I think there's two areas that really kind of stand out where we could have an immediate effect around the dairy. Well, where would you place your focus first if you if you were that veterinarian? I feel like it'd be the calves. As intentionally managed as we have them, there's still a need for a veterinarian's touch. Um, we look at the environmental bacterial load that calves are subjected to, and they're under incredible bacterial pressure from the moment they're born until the time that they become part of the regular herd. I had a little thing that I thought about when we were getting ready for this, that there was a little cross-stitched 
piece of art that was in my grandmother's bathroom, and it said, cleanliness is next to godliness. And she reminded of it continuously, and I'm pretty sure it meant wash your hands. But for our purposes, it remains just as important in a calf area as quality management, impeccable sanitation of our utmost importance, but they're difficult to achieve on a routine basis. I would love to tell you we achieved this 100% of the time at the dairy I managed, but that's just not possible. You sound like you've lived this. Man, did we ever. Uh, we call it the doom spiral, was a term that myself and my herdsmen came up with, and it's pretty much just a spiraled staircase with no steps, right? It's sick calves and lack of time, and then there's more sick calves and more lack of time to clean properly, and suddenly it's out of control. I likened it to try to climb a spiral slide out on the playground with just your socks on. So how did you fix the uh, situation? Well, procedural drift is just a fact of life that we all have to live with in the labor situation of minimum wage kind of laborers. We need to try and keep our routine maternity procedures, our routine maternity procedures, our colostrum handling, our bottles, our buckets clean, our daily sanitation needs to be above reproach. We found the only way to break this doom spiral cycle was to send extra dairy team members to get the sanitation protocols back in line. And as you know, and I know that labor is a costly way to fix any problem. Uh, sometimes it's not even available. So we also started using some Alltech products, and this definitely helped in the routine as well. But I think most importantly, we got to make sure that our calf technicians on the dairies understand why that we're asking them to do these things, not just what they are, but getting the gist of the reasons to keep the calves healthy is why we want them to do it. Yeah, well, it sounds great for management techniques. So what does Alltech have to offer to help producers and vets bring a healthy calf into the dairy herd? Alltech has several great products to help calves grow and mature in an efficient manner, but for the sake of time, I'm going to narrow us down to two items, Acid Pack 4-Way and Biomoss. Mm. These products can be used in conjunction or they can be used separately. And if we start with Acid Pack, we have four beneficial ingredients, hence the 4-Way, an acidifier, probiotics, enzymes, and electrolytes. What's the what's the method what do you, of, of action, you know, to actually do what do you have a method yeah well a lot of people think of citified milk and they think of early pasteurization techniques trying to keep milk safe when uh, third world countries pasteurization was not an available idea so you could put acid into milk and hold it cleaner for longer but in our case we're trying to get the ph of the calf down inside the calf and by doing this we can hold the duration longer than our competitors at a low ph and keep it stable for these little milk drinkers and this creates an inhospitable environment for E. coli and salmonella. And we know that those are the two most prevalent and two of the most dangerous agents in a young animal's life and in a young person's life for that matter. And so that's the, that's the main method of action. After that, we add in some probiotics. And I don't think anyone's going to argue that good bugs are important for the gut biome. That's becoming more and more of a popular yeah. idea, this feeding the gut. Yeah, even for people you see the supermarket now all the time. For sure. And actually, Alltech has a line of human-safe and human-use products. Because probiotics. We, yeah, probiotics, because we believe that the biomass and these probiotics are that good for you, and they're, they're good for the gut, no matter who's. So we, we add on top of that with some electrolytes for hot weather or stress, and we put a little enzymes in there that help the calf digest the milk and help it get its mm -hmm. digestional system moving early in its life better. Lastly, we add in a little bit of flavoring. Typically, acidified milk isn't something that calves like to drink, but in this case, we add a little vanilla flavoring, and the calves drive to it. 
uh, it makes your truck smell great if you have a bag of it sitting open in your truck. But it's uh, it's something that really keeps our in- intakes up per day. And this also helps. If you can keep a calf drinking when they're under stress or sick or when it's hot, yeah. all this goes to the beneficial. So you put a bag of vanilla in the back seat of your truck instead of the uh, pine thing that you hang from the rearview mirror? Exactly. It got left open completely by accident. It came out the next morning, and it was pretty much the vanilla car. So uh, <laughs> the kids all like it. Uh, it's the same deal, human safe, so it's it's not that big of a deal. But I would say that if you look at my slide example, we're using acid pack as a good way to put a little grip on your socks. What form does that come in? Well, it comes in a little particulate matter. It's a powder, water-soluble. Uh, it can either come in big, small packets that you can throw in per small dose or comes in big bags for some of our larger places. Uh, it is meant for monogastrics. So it's for calves or when just when they're on milk primarily as part of their diet. Well, what are we going to see from the calves in response to uh, use an acid pack f- four-way? The research that we've looked at the most and the way that we've looked at the research shows that average daily gain and the number of treatments or in most people's case, severity of disease were going to be reduced. So average daily gain is going to go up and the number of times that you have to treat a young calf typically goes down. It does a great job of reducing the number of these six calves. Uh, In times when the consumer is looking for less antibiotic use in animals, I think this can be a great tool. And of course, we got a great history at Valtech and so does Acidpack with a lot of research behind it to demonstrate its effectiveness. And that's the rock that Alltech has really been founded on. Research, research, research. Well, you talk about research. Why, why is that so important at Alltech? Well, Dr. Pierce Lyons founded Alltech in 1980. And uh, since that time, and still to today, Alltech places a premium on research within our product lines. It's frankly one of the main reasons that I came to work for him. Being a science-based professional, it's really great to know there's extensive research backing from universities to worldwide farm trials mm-hmm. to anecdotal farm studies. And we always have a library of work at our disposal online. Yeah, it's almost a, 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 a given that research is important, isn't it? There's, you wouldn't want to work with a company that said, nah, we don't do any research. <laughs> Let's wait a minute. We're not going to badmouth anybody today, John, but there are definitely companies out there that uh, I would say in my previous life that they used foo-foo dust of no just kidding. things that were put together. And it worked great for Bob, so why doesn't it work great for you? One of those kind of deals. So, oh, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Well, the, with the biomass, so going back to that, the how does that work in the diet? Well, biomass is short for monooligosaccharide. It's a part of the Sarcomyces cerevisiae yeast cell, and it's isolated to help promote gut health and the growth of good bacteria as well. It has an immense amount of research validating, as we were speaking about that, and it has uses in all stages of a cow's life cycle. How do, you, how do you get it into the cow? Well, in the, the calf's case, it comes in a water-soluble powder as well, and we could pour it into the milk or we'd mix it into their little starter grain when they get a little bit older. In the cow, we'd just naturally mix it into the mixer wagon with the rest of their food. But in the calf, we're looking for it to help agglutinate the large pathogenic bacteria. So this mitigates them from attaching them to the cell wall of the calf. But once these large pathogens like E. coli and salmonella get into the bloodstream, the calf has a much greater chance of being treated, culled, or potentially even succumbing to that infection. Mm. So the great thing about biomass, again, is it can be used on all ages and all types of cattle to help the gut biome. What's a glutinate? So a glutinate is to grab in really general terms, right? We're trying to 
hold up these before they get to the intestinal wall and penetrate it and go into the bloodstream. So we're we're trying to do the job um, that they may not be able to do or an overflourishment of bacteria Mm -hmm. where you just have tons and tons of salmonella and coli going on. We're going to grab as much as we can and prevent it from going into the calf. Now, before you said there was another area that you thought a, a veterinarian could step into and affect some change. Yeah, I think we've had some really great success stories with this now that I've been talking to veterinarians a little bit longer. But that'd be the mycotoxin detection and mitigation protocols. And at Alltech, we lead the way worldwide in mycotoxin testing with our program called 37+. Plus. It's the most comprehensive testing program available. It tests for over 50 types of toxins. And it really doesn't stop there. We also get interpretation, and we take the results right back to the farm level, usually to the nutritionist and the farmer, and we have a plan. And, and as a vet, what would a vet be looking for if he thought there was a, a mycotoxin problem? Well, back in vet school, we covered pretty much the very basics of a mycotoxin problem, and it would be symptomatic. Our aim is to educate our clients on what it looks like a little bit closer on a large dairy or small dairy uh, in real life. So mycotoxin symptoms are varied and can be as simple as poor quality manure or as complex as poor reproduction, neurological signs, even death, and the immune complex. So mycotoxins have an effect on this immune system, and it can affect the somatic cell count, which is the cleanliness of your milk and your overall production. So when you think as a veterinarian, I might be seeing some signs of a potential mycotoxin issue, or if you've run out of other options, I encourage you to contact an Alltech on-farm team member or other regional representative, and we can give you a hand with testing for mycotoxins. What would that assistance uh, the mycotoxin investigation look like? Well, we'll come out and we take a sample of the total mixed ration, or the TMR. Um, the silage is believed to be the culprit. We can also do a full silage audit on the feed stuff. But when the results are ready, usually about seven days later, we'll make an appointment with the entire dairy management team and go over the results. So in that way, we're coming from the veterinarians to be fully engaged on the dairy or the nutritionists to be fully engaged on the dairy and in the whole operation. So how would a typical result come back and, and what would the advice be? Well, that's a great question. And if you talk to our leading PhDs, uh, he's never seen a sample that has been free of mycotoxin. So a great majority of the dairy diets are silage-based. And this doesn't mean that it's bad or dangerous to feed silage, but we know that there's been contamination in this feed's history. So our myco team in Kentucky will make recommendations based on our risk equivalent quantities and how to move forward with the ration. And this probably separates us as Alltech from anybody else, is this REQ. It's an index. It combines all the mycotoxins into a total profile. Doesn't just judge them one family at a time. We also have a custom custom analyzing threat analysis tool. And we can look at mycotoxin levels across the country. So we use that to help some of these bigger nutrition groups that do work from New York to California, uh, from Brazil to Michigan, Mm. if you want to look at North and South. We deal with people worldwide. So... We bring this information to them and try to help them decide on the next step. We also discuss the steps surrounding the feed, the harvesting, the ensiling, the storage, and the feed out. Getting a hold of the nearest you know, on-farm response team member, how, how do we do that? Well, that's as simple as calling your nearest Alltech rep or the on-farm team member. The best way to probably look is to look us up online. It's at alltech.com slash on-farm support. 
We have. Do you, do you put the? Do you type in the hyphens? <laughs> you actually phone? can type in the hyphens, but I've found that if you don't, the hyphens come up automatically on your search. Oh, good. Generator, okay. So good. I know that's yeah. important. Technically, alltech.com forward slash on hyphen farm hyphen support. Um, we have some great success stories from people reaching out through this website as well. There's uh, materials on there that you can use and learn from. So it's alltech with two L's dot com forward slash on hyphen farm hyphen support. That's correct. Okay. All right. Well, be there, be square. Well, what would your advice, uh, your closing statement be to veterinarians or other professionals out there? Well, I wouldn't hesitate to reach out to any of us. And this is something that uh, in my practicing life we didn't do enough was to look out to other professionals or other quality companies for help. So reach out to one of us and then I'd say follow the bees. Be aware be active, and that makes you be involved. And that's what the dairy man or woman wants to see. The same thing that we as veterinarians and professionals have been good at forever. Empathy, compassion, and a willingness to be engaged. That's something. That, well, there are many tools that outside resources can bring to the farm gate. Uh, many DVMs and PhDs are available and, and willing to visit with management teams on farms and bring resources at little or no cost to the dairy. They have a wide variety of specialties that can assist the farm. They have a wide variety of specialties that can assist the farm in being more profitable. So that's your uh, first response team. Yes. I like yep. that image. You're yeah. Just waiting for the bell to ring and run. You race off to the farm <laughs> and fires. Solve their problems. Uh, you'd be surprised at how often that actually happens. Of yeah, we got all kinds of problems going on, and as fast as we can get it back to them, we get it back to them. And I think you should give yourselves a more heroic name than the on farm team. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds like yeah. you're the farm team for the Red Sox. I've, right. Uh, let's. I'll have, we'll have to work with Taryn and Laura, our marketing reps, on that one for a yeah. more engaging name for farm, the team. Farm response team. I, actually, I like that one. The the Alltech immediate response team. I'm gonna have to. There you go. I think there's there's room for improvement on the team name, but unfortunately, only being here for about nine months, I don't think they're gonna ask me for uh, advice on naming. Tell them to call me. I'll put your name out there. <laughs> Nutritional health is becoming more commonplace every day. New technologies allow poultry and livestock operations to raise healthier, better performing animals. I want to thank Dr. Miller and encourage our listeners to join us next week to hear what's on tap in animal agriculture.